0: hallelujah. We thank God once again for another evening and it's a joy to come to you once again with the word of God this evening. I want you to bow down your head wherever you are so that we say a word of prayer and ask the Holy Spirit to give us insight to give us illumination into his word even as we we dine on his word this evening talk to God this evening, ask the Lord to speak to you, ask the Lord to minister to your spirit, to minister to your heart this evening. In the mighty name of Jesus, that he will not leave his presence the same. That he will minister to you his word will bring a transformation into your life in the name of Jesus. Our Father and our God, we are thankful to you. We give you praise. We give you honor this evening. We thank you for your word that brings life, that gives understanding, that brings illumination. We pray that this evening you will speak to us once again. Speak to our hearts, speak to our spirits, and let there be a transformation, O God, even in our spirits, in the name of Jesus. I commit myself into your hands. I pray that, Holy Spirit, you will minister through me, O God, even to your people, in the name of Jesus. I give you honor. I give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So, we want to continue from where we um, started from. On Sunday, we were looking at the fruit of the Spirit. Throughout the month of May, and even from the latter part of April, we've been discussing the Holy Spirit. and We've learned many things about the Holy Spirit. We have learned about the deity of the Holy Spirit, the personality of the holy Spirit, the work of the Holy Spirit in the in the believer's life, and from last Sunday, we started looking at the fruit of the spirit and I started with you, and we we looked at some of the components of the fruit of the spirit, and just to give us a highlight of what we did on on Sunday we we mentioned that. Um every believer needs um the Holy Spirit because without the holy Spirit you can you cannot do anything as as a believer you will not make any impact as a believer, and it is the Holy Spirit who works in you to to let other people know that this is Christ working on earth hallelujah hallelujah and we also um, learned that as um um When the spirit of God lives in you, he is living the life of Christ in you. And that is the the, the character of Christ. And he exhibits the the, the fruit of the spirit to the world. And as people see the fruits, they know that this is Christ working on the surface of the earth. And so we read um, the book of Galatians chapter 5 from verses 22 to 25 where we mentioned the fruits of the spirit and so um, I think I would want to read that scripture again Galatians chapter 5 from verse 22 to 25 he says that by the fruit of the spirit is love joy peace long suffering kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness self-control against such there is no law and those who are Christ, have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live in the spirit, let us also walk in the spirit. Hallelujah. And on Sunday day, we're able to look at love, we're able to look at joy, we're able to look at peace and long-suffering. Hallelujah. We looked at that on on Sunday and we also mentioned that when uh, the Bible talks about the fruit of the spirit, we must pay attention, and, and we will notice that the Bible did not say the fruits of the Spirit, but the Bible said the fruits of the Spirit, which um, uh, means that it, it is it, it's a unified um, something. You can't break them and say that they are in sections. so that um, as a believer, you possess um, love, but you don't have patience. You possess um, long-suffering but you don't have um, um, self-control. Hallelujah. As a believer, you should have all, um, all of that because that when the Spirit of God is living in you, the Spirit of God gives you the enablement to exhibit that characteristics unto the world. And we also establish the fact that we cannot exhibit that fruit until the Spirit of God is living in us, until we have yielded completely to the Spirit of of God. Hallelujah. And so as we yield to the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit um, demonstrates or he, he portrays to the world these um, um, characteristics or people in the world see this characteristics in our lives. Hallelujah. And so this evening, we want to look at the second part of the discussions that we started and we are looking at the rest of the fruits. The, the the rest of the components of, of the fruit. So we are saying that it's 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 a it's a whole unit. So it's like um, when you take um, an orange fruit. When you take an orange fruit, you have the 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 mesocarp, like we said, the endocarp, the the seed, um, the the juice, and everything. All of that comes together to form the uh, the orange fruits. So in the same way as a, a believer. You should have all these things. And you can only do that by allowing the Spirit of God to, to take charge and take control over your, your spirit. Hallelujah. We are, what, what we are saying is that you cannot do this on your own. You must yield to the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit will automatically demonstrate this in your life. Hallelujah. And so this evening, we want to continue by looking at kindness as a component of of the fruit of the spirit. Kindness. And when you look at kindness, kindness comes from the Greek word Christotis. Which simply means being tender or showing tender concern, being upright, showing warmth or affection. Okay, showing warmth or affection so that um, when when you see that... um, somebody is going through some um, some challenge or something. You, you have that kind of um, affection, that kind of sympathy, that kind of empathy towards that person. Hallelujah. And so when you look at Job 6 verse 14, Job says that to him who is afflicted, kindness should be shown by his friend. Hallelujah. And so kindness is not something that comes naturally. It comes as you yield to the Holy Spirit. It is the Holy Spirit who who can demonstrate this virtue in your life? Hallelujah! The virtue of kindness in us allows us to 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 be pleasant towards people, to um, give pleasant words to people, to say um, nice things to people. Hallelujah! Usually, sometimes when people are in some affliction and people are in some unfortunate situation, that is when you see believers, and it's it it is. Disheartening, and uh, it's sad when people are faced with certain challenges, and you expect that believers who are supposed to be brothers and sisters in the Lord to say good words, to say kind things towards the the the, the their friend or their fellow brethren, but this is that this is the time when you rather hear people saying negative things, saying things. To the people, Hallelujah. And so, I think um, Job was going through a similar situation. And so he said that to him who is afflicted, kindness should be shown by his friend, Hallelujah. So it's expected that kindness is 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 seen in our lives, is demonstrated in our lives as believers. Not blaming people when they are in a they, they are faced with disasters. When somebody is somebody is um faced by a certain calamity. Somebody loses a child. Somebody is involved in an accident. Somebody loses a loved one. That is when you hear people say negative things. Oh, maybe it's because um, she did that. Or maybe it's because um, she has done that. People will not say kind words to you. Hallelujah. I pray that as a believer, you allow the spirit of God to take charge over your life so that the words that come out of your mouth would be kind towards another. Amen. Amen. It is kindness that led God, that led God on to save us. Hallelujah. It was through his kindness. When you read Titus chapter 3, verse 4 to 5 it says that when the kindness, when the goodness and kindness appeared, saved us, hallelujah. When the goodness and kindness of God appeared, he saved us. God saved us through his kindness. And we see this kind of kindness demonstrated in the life of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Through his kindness. It was his kindness that led him to do many, many, many good and great things. Many miracles um, as he walked on the surface of the earth. Hallelujah. It was through his kindness. The Bible says that at a point he had compassion passion upon the people. Mark 6.34, the Bible says that when he went out there and he saw the crowd, he saw that they looked like with, a, a, a flock, people without a shepherd, and he had compassion on them. And so he began to preach the word of God to them to save them out of their calamity, to save them out of the bondage that they they, they, they they found themselves in. Hallelujah. It was through the kindness of Jesus that was when when he, he was walking about and then um, the blind Bartimaeus started calling him, crying after him, Hallelujah! It was the kindness of God that attracted him to um, Bartimaeus, Hallelujah! Jesus healed the um, the lepers out of His kindness, and so the, the the kindness that the Spirit of God deposits in us should give us that that kind of. Um, compassion towards other people. The urge to say good things to be nice to other people. Hallelujah. I pray that we will allow ourselves so that that um, fruits will be demonstrated in our lives as believers. When um, our brethren are challenged in one way or the other, we will be a source of encouragement to them. We will show them kindness. Amen. We will show them some good. Hallelujah. Let us not be mean with our words with our actions sometimes even with, with our actions when somebody is faced with a particular challenge everybody runs away just saying even hi just say even hello sometimes some of us even behave as if we have not even heard about the situation at all or we have not even seen the thing at all but i pray that this um characteristics of the fruit of the spirit will be deposited in our lives hallelujah we, we we will experience that, and and we will show kindness towards each other. Amen. And as we read on, we see that the, even the kindness is is um, is linked to the other components of the fruit of the spirit. That is what goodness, 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 and goodness is a characteristic of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. As he went about the surface of the earth, wherever he went, he was doing good. Hallelujah. And so from Sunday school, we learned the song. Everywhere he went, he was doing good. The mighty healer, he cleansed the lepers. When the cripples saw him, they started walking. Everywhere he went, my Lord was doing good. Hallelujah. And that is the characteristic. That is what should follow us as believers wherever we find ourselves goodness should follow us just as when jesus walked on the surface of the earth goodness was following him hallelujah and we see that um, good goodness comes from the greek word agathosum. it means what uprightness of heart and what in life goodness it's 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 it means what beneficence showing good um looking at the the, the well-being of somebody hallelujah Seeking for the good of another person, seeking for the well-being of another person. Hallelujah. And so even in research, when we we there's a component of research where we talk about ethics, where you when when you are doing research, you, you need to ensure that you are abiding by the ethical principles. And one of the principles is what is the principle of what? Beneficence, which means that what showing goodness, whatever you do, whatever research you do. Should um, ensure that you are demonstrating goodness to people. You are showing some level of beneficence to people. Hallelujah, and that should be a characteristic that should be seen in our lives as believers. Amen. Goodness attracts people to us. Hallelujah. As we many a times we 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 go out there, we want to um, preach the gospel to other people. But one of the ways by which we can attract people into the kingdom of God is by what being good to them, showing them some goodness. Hallelujah, Hallelujah! Showing them some goodness. It is through the goodness of God. It is the goodness of God that you know attracted us to Him, and it is God's goodness that led us towards to repentance. When we see the goodness of God, when we see how, in spite of uh, our wickedness. In spite of all that we've done against him, he still showed us some compassion. Hallelujah! And through that, we saw that oh, this man is good um, to us. Let us follow him. Let us let, let let us be good to him. Hallelujah! Romans two four says that God's goodness led us to repentance. Amen. He also charges us to be good. Amen. God also charges us to be good. Romans eleven twenty-two, It says that, therefore, consider the goodness and severity of God on those who fell severity, but toward you. Goodness, if you continue in his goodness, otherwise you also will be cut off. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so God is admonishing us that as believers, we should also show goodness. And we have been saying right from the beginning that this is the fruit of the the Holy Spirit. It's the fruit of the Holy Spirit. And we can only uh, demonstrate this fruit by yielding to the Holy Spirit. Amen. And so, if you lack in this area, you want to Yield yourself to the Holy Spirit and ask that Holy Spirit take charge over me. Holy Spirit, give me that, that virtue of goodness. Give me that grace of goodness. Help me to show some goodness to somebody. Help me to be good to somebody. Hallelujah. Help me to be good to somebody. Amen. As we go homeless, we can read Ephesians 5, 9, Romans 15, verse 14. All admonishing us to be good. All talking to us and teaching us about goodness. Hallelujah. May God give us that grace. May God give us that strength so that we will be good to other people. We will show some goodness as we attract people into the kingdom of God. We can only attract people into the kingdom of God as we show some goodness unto the people. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want us to move on and then look at faithfulness. Faithfulness, hallelujah. Faithfulness. And faithfulness is coined from the Greek word pistotita. And it comes from the Greek word "pestis," hallelujah. Faithfulness is, 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 is very important in the life of the believer. Faithfulness means what? Dependability, being loyal, being steadfast somebody that somebody can rely on and confidently rely on. It shows allegiance. It shows allegiance. Somebody that we can thoroughly know that you you are grounded. We can thoroughly know that we can depend on you. That is what? Faithfulness. Hallelujah. Faithfulness also means what? Standing loyal and being loyal to somebody in spite of All challenges, in spite of um, um, difficult circumstances, you are still being loyal to that person. And in our days, it is difficult to find people who are faithful. It is difficult to find people who will stand with you throughout um, the challenges of life. Mm? Sometimes when things are good, you see a lot of people around you. You You see a lot of people... There and there, people all over you. But when things are bad, then you see all of them running away. Hallelujah. And sometimes also, you start with some people. They, they come along with you full of um challenges. Recently, I watched a, a movie of a, a man of God. It, it was telling the life story of a man of God who started his ministry somewhere in, uh, in Nigeria. He started his ministry. He started very um on a very low key he had um brothers who were willing um to support him with with the ministry they were all around him in fact those times were challenging times for them because there were times they they, they didn't have food to eat but as he kept he kept telling them god is going to give us um he, he's going to give us a big congregation he's going to we are going to build um, schools. We are going to build a big auditorium, but the people had they have been following this man for like seven years, and they were not seeing anything. I remember uh, one of the times they, were, they had followed him and uh, there was no food to eat, and they only had gary, and they were lot there was about six or seven of them the gary was was so small, so they they soaked the gary when immediately they finished soaking the gary they were hungry they were just about eating and then he said no 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 wait he just put the gary down for the guy to <laughs> to uh <laughs> soak a bit and then like we say in a canoe not gary any day into hallelujah before the earth they you see these gentlemen were following bats for seven years they were not seeing anything so one day he was there and they just came they just they just said ah papa we have been following you seven years you have been telling us all this while you have been telling us we will buy cars. We will do this. Uh, we will have a big auditorium. We'll, all these things is not happening. And look at us. We are also growing. We must do something for ourselves. They drop their drop their, their tools. This one will just drop and then leave. This one will just drop and leave. Hallelujah. But to the glory of God, today this man is a very great man of God there. Amen. These people could not stand with him um, through uh, those challenging times. Amen. They were not loyal. They, were, they couldn't be faithful. It, it was difficult. The man could understand why they, 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 they left. At the time, there was nothing for him to show. There was nothing that he could give to them. But that was for faithfulness. When you read Hebrews 11, the Bible recalls and lists the faithful men and women who, who stood who stood um, for many, many different things. Hallelujah. Bible talks about Abraham who didn't know where he was going. God just asked him, pack your things and go to a place that I will show you. Many of us will have questions if it were to be our time uh, in, in these days. We'll have questions. Give me the location, the Google location. If you yeah, if you don't receive the location, you will not start. You won't move. Amen. But this man didn't know where he was going. He followed. Look at Noah. Who we are just there? Build an ark. He was just building. Build an ark. Send the people inside. Everybody would think that you are mad. You are just building. Where, where are you going? We have all been here. It has been raining. What kind of rain? now? Ah, what 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 is going to happen? But this man was faithful to that call. Amen. Look at Rahab. All these people, but they were faithful to to, to the call. Amen. Will you be that faithful? Will you be that faithful? In this time, it's difficult to have faithful people. And our faithfulness should, first of all, be unto God. Amen. Our loyalty, our steadfastness, if you are not faithful to God. You cannot be faithful to any man of God. Hallelujah. If you do not allow the Spirit of God to exhibit that character in your life, you cannot be faithful to any man of God. Amen. I pray that we will we will allow ourselves, that the Spirit of God will demonstrate this through us so that we can, we can be faithful unto God, trusting Him in the face of circumstance, difficult circumstances. Amen. Faithfulness. The fruit of faithfulness should enable us to stay faithful in our relationships. Hallelujah. Should enable us to stay faithful in our relationship. In these days, relationships have become difficult. People cannot stay in marriages for years. When uh, um, our grandfathers and our, and, and our fathers, those times, they didn't even cut. Sometimes they didn't even know themselves. And they got married, but they are able to stay in marriages for 60 years, 40 years, 50 years. But in these days, we are not faithful. We cannot be faithful to our relationships. We cannot be faithful to our words, our own commitments, our own words. Hallelujah. People marry one year, two years. When there are challenges, then they, they pack bar, uh, bag and baggages off they go. Hallelujah. Too many extramarital affairs. Hallelujah. Not only from the men, but from the women as well. Can God find faithfulness in us? Can God find faithfulness in us? Amen. Many of us cannot be faithful. In our place. Faithfulness at our places. Proverbs 25 verse 13 says that like the cold of snow in time of harvest is a faithful messenger to those who send him for he refreshes the soul of his masters. In, 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 there's a snow. We know that it will come with some some coldness. The weather would be cold. It's the same as a faithful messenger who comes back and comes with good reports. Amen. Can your boss leave the job for you, leave the business for you, leave you with all the resources, and come back and come and meet all? And you can you be able to make a good account of what he left with you? It's difficult to find people like that, even in the church. Even in the church. You can't entrust things to people and go and sleep and and think that you come back and the thing has been done well. Amen. We've had cases of people running away with people's um, businesses, people's capital. Somebody has trusted you With the capital you call yourself a believer by the time the person comes you are also doing your own thing and sometimes even in cases where you you do it you 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 don't do it faithfully hallelujah because somebody entrusts you with something oh build my house for for me the person is giving you the money before the person knows it you are also building your apartment aside so you are building when they give you a the, the money, buy uh, 100 bags of cement, you channel 70 into the person's project then 30 into your projects Hallelujah and sometimes it, 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 it looks as if there sto- are stories, there are movies but there are things that are happening in the house of God believers faithfulness faithfulness can God entrust something into your care? Can somebody entrust his work, his children into your care? His children into your care. Hallelujah. They leave their children with you and you do the, to, uh, all, sort, all manner of things to their children. Somebody has entrusted his children to, uh, to you, goes to work, and you take advantage of the children. Defiling the children. Hallelujah. Faithfulness. Faithfulness has become a scarce commodity in our time. I pray that God will help us yield to the Holy Spirit. So that we will bear the fruit of what? Faithfulness. Amen. First Corinthians 4. 2, it says that moreover it is required in stewards that one be found faithful. Amen. Anything that you have been entrusted on, has been entrusted into your care, no matter how small it is, be faithful to your calling. Be faithful to your calling. Hallelujah. Some few weeks ago I was praying and what the Holy Spirit laid on my heart. I was praying about certain things regarding the church and things and God just said that's what be faithful with the little things amen sometimes we are we are just there we want we want to um, become big we want to be doing big things but the little little things when you are faithful with the little things God moves you higher to the bigger things amen if you can't keep one city God cannot give you ten cities if you can't keep two cities he will not give you two million hallelujah you must be faithful with the little things. Amen. Like some last time somebody told me, somebody came to um, ask for money from him. asked the, the person, It was was it 300 Ghana or so? And then borrow money. He said, I'll bring it back. And then he gave the money. He was not faithful to bring the, the, the 100 CDs. And then some few months or weeks later, he came back, I want 100 CDs. And then the gentleman was like, I gave you uh, 300. The 300 didn't come. And now you are coming for 100. What is the guarantee that the the 100 will come? Even the 300 did not come. He said, oh, I will add that one too. (laughs) Go not do that. Hallelujah. You must be faithful with the little ones. And then he can add more to what, what he has given you. Amen. If you are challenged with faithfulness, I pray that the Spirit of God will give you that grace to be faithful. Hallelujah. We need faithful people in the house of God. We need faithful people in our country. We need faithful people at our workplaces. Amen. And I pray that you will have that fruit of the Spirit. Amen. Amen. Let's look at gentleness. Gentleness. The gentleness used here means what? Mildness. Being mild, being humble. It connotes meekness. Hallelujah. So the gentleness that is, is being used here is, is is not a sign of weakness. Sometimes when we talk about gentleness or humility, then people think that when you are gentle then you are weak no you can still be gentle and still make an impact amen and that the spirit of god is gentle in fact that the whole one characteristic um, of the holy spirit is his gentleness hallelujah and as we yield to him he will um, place or deposit that characteristic onto us amen so gentleness is it is, is not a sign of weakness rather is a sign of what of humility politeness it connotes what being restrained showing a restrained behavior okay so in 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 the face of provocation and whatever you show what a restrained behavior you are gentle amen and so the opposite of gentleness is what when somebody is unruly it's um boisterous is it's um Always angry, pride, hallelujah. That is a, 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 the, the opposite of what? Of gentleness. When you are gentle, gen- gentleness helps us to be able to, to, to correct others. When you are gentle, it is very easy to be able to what? To correct others. But if you always go with a, a like a, as I would we say, gra-gra. You do everything gra-gra-gra. We, we, we say that oh, that is my my nature, that is my my character. But you can allow the spirit of God to brood over you, so that you can you will exhibit the character of gentleness. Hallelujah! And so in Second Timothy chapter two, verses twenty four to twenty five says that, and but be gentle to all, able to teach, patient in correcting those in opposition. Hallelujah. A servant of the Lord must not what? Must not quarrel. But be gentle to all. If you are a a servant of the Lord, Hallelujah, you must not what? Quarrel. Gentleness should be seen in your life. Amen. With gentleness, you are able to correct in love. Amen have you come across a situation where um, maybe I have done something wrong and somebody comes you are not even ready to listen but another person comes and the way the person speaks to you the way the person handles the whole thing you are wrong but then you are able to say what I am sorry, hallelujah hallelujah so with gentleness, we are, we, are, we are able to touch the hearts of people. We are able to bring them to, um, to we are able to correct them. And even Galatians 6 verse 1 it says that we should correct in the spirit of gentleness. Hallelujah. We should correct in the spirit of gentleness. Let that, that, that spirit or that characteristics of the Holy Spirit be seen in us. Amen. Let's pursue gentleness in everything that we do. Hallelujah. 1 Timothy six eleven, but you, O oh man of God, flee these things and pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, and what? And gentleness. Hallelujah. Patience and what? And gentleness. May God grant us the grace to be gentle. It doesn't um, gentleness doesn't mean that your um, your your nature or your your natural nature as maybe you are you are. let's say you are a sanguine or you are a, a choleric or whatever then uh, that nature quickly disappears but if you allow the spirit of God to brood over you he will transform whatever character whatever temperaments that you have if you are usually we we say that oh cholerics are, you know, they are bullies, they, they, they are this, they are domineering, and so forth. But when the spirit of God is brooding over you, your choleric becomes a different thing. Hallelujah. You are still a choleric, but your spirit is controlled by the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Your spirit is controlled by the Holy Spirit. And that kind of gentleness will be seen in 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 your life amen gentleness does not mean that maybe you become a quiet person but the way you you do your things everybody sees that christ is in this life hallelujah may we live gentle lives may we may our lives impact onto other people so that we may be able to bring them to christ hallelujah so the last nature or the last characteristics that we can talk about is the element of what self-control self-control in other translations it's also um, mentioned as temperance amen it comes from the Greek word enkratia, which means what possessing power means that possessing something having hold of something it means having mastery over something so basically it is having mastery over your desires having mastery over your passions amen and it is very important for us as believers to be able to control um, ourselves Hallelujah. We have established in scriptures that the flesh of the believer is constantly warring against the spirit. And you need the, the, the fruit of self-control to be able to overcome the, the, the activities of the flesh. Without self-control, you will not be able to overcome the activities of the of the flesh you need to master your 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 passions you need to have control over your desires hallelujah you need to have control over your sexual desires hallelujah and when you find yourself in some temptation and then they talk about it oh i lost control i lost control hallelujah you need the spirit of god and if if you allow that you yield to the holy spirit he gives you that power that grace Eh, all of us body no be do, but it is the grace of god it is yielding to the spirit who gives us the grace who gives us the strength to be able to be masters over our passion other than that we we'll all everybody will be going about and doing things all i am all across, everywhere. Amen. But God has given us that that ability by the power of the Holy Spirit to be able to be mastery over our sexual desires. Hallelujah. And so you are a Christian brother, you are a Christian sister, you can't um, be in the same room with a, a, a sister for one minute, two minutes without anything happening then there is a problem, hallelujah we can't trust you to send the two of you just to go somewhere and go and buy something because you cannot master your passions you cannot master your desires I pray that you will yield to the Holy Spirit so that you'll be able to master your desires, amen you'll be able to master your passion for for food your desire for food, amen amen we cannot. Some of us cannot control our our, our desire for food at all. Anytime there, there, there is a call for a fast, you always have you always have a, a a problem. Hallelujah! You always have a problem when there is a call for a fast. That is when your asthma will come. That is when your ulcer will come. That is when your popo uh, blibli uh, will come. Amen. But I pray that you will have mastery over your, your passions. Amen. May the grace of God, may the spirit of God give you mastery over your passions. Give you control over your, your passions. Amen. Self-control is very vital for our Christian living. Proverbs 16.32 He says that he who is slow to anger is better than the mighty. And he who rules his spirit than he who takes a city, hallelujah. Being able to control your anger. Being able to control your anger. Hallelujah. Anger has led some people into the prisons. Has led some people to the prisons. Amen. Because of lack of self-control. Lack of self-control, you just threw a a a, a blow and hurt somebody, and the person died, and because of that, you you are you are in in the prison. Hallelujah. You must learn to be able to 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 master your anger, to tame your anger. Hallelujah. To tame your passions. And we can only do that by the Spirit. Proverbs is telling us that whoever is able to to, to to master his anger. He is able to rule his, 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 his own body. He is able to rule his soul. You, you, are, you are able to rule your spirit. You have more power than a, somebody who is um, a, able to take a city. Hallelujah. Proverbs twenty five twenty eight It says that whoever has no rule over his own spirit is like a city broken down without walls if you don't have self-control you cannot control your passions you cannot control your desires you you are like a city without walls a city without walls a city without defense you don't have any defense and so anything can attack you anybody can attack you hallelujah anything that comes into you will get into you because there is no control but the Spirit of God can give us that self-control. Amen. Some of us are like, "Oh me my, I have, my, my temper is uh, I have a very bad temper." I think that as a believer you, um, it, this is not something that you should be you should be saying For some people it is like it's, 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 it's an anthem or it is, I, it's something that they, they glory in that you have a bad temper. You should be able to master that temper. And the Holy Spirit can help you be able to master that temper. Hallelujah. You'll be able to rule over your passions. You'll be able to rule over your, your, your spirit. You'll be able to rule over your flesh. And above all, if you are able to rule over your flesh, we said on Sunday that if you have mastery over your flesh and the Spirit of God is taking over your flesh, then the enemy will even run away from you. Hallelujah. For believers, as Christians, our greatest enemy is our flesh. Not even the devil. Because if you are able to subject the, the, the flesh, and you are, you are able to subdue the flesh, and you allow the Spirit of God to take charge and master your spirit, and your spirit develops, the devil is even afraid of you. Hallelujah. But because our flesh is always taking over. Our passions are always taking over. And so we are not able to, to uh, defeat the devil. Amen. May we yield to the Holy Spirit. May we yield to the Holy Spirit. I want to conclude by still reading Galatians. Let's go back to Galatians chapter 5. I'm reading The verse uh, from verse twenty three says that against such there is no law. Against such, against all the things that we the the gentleness, faithfulness, kindness, love, patience. As a believer, if you are walking through or you are walking in these principles, you are allowing the spirit of God. to, to demonstrate his character in you through these um, principles. You don't need any law from anywhere to guide to guide you because the Spirit of God is living the life of Christ in you. Hallelujah. And you don't need anybody to detect any law to you. Amen. It says that against such there is no law. And those who are Christ have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. It says what? Those who are Christ have crucified the flesh with its passions and its desires. If you are living in Christ, your passions, your desires are what? I crucified. That is what I, mean. I have been crucified with Christ, but I no longer live. But it is Christ who does what? Who lives in me. Amen. Amen. So, we are allowing the Spirit of God to take charge, the Holy Spirit to take charge. Our flesh will be crucified. And the Spirit will reign. The Spirit will reign. And those who have crucified, and those who have Christ have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. This evening I pray that the grace of God will be bountiful unto us. That the Spirit of God will indwell as the Spirit of God will baptize, as the Spirit of God will overflow through us. So that we will not only live in the Spirit, but we will also walk in the Spirit as we allow the the, the fruit of the Spirit to be demonstrated in our lives. As we allow the Holy Spirit to live His life through us. Hallelujah! Because we cannot live this Christ-like life without the help of the Holy Spirit. When Jesus was living, He said that He's going to allow the, the, the comforter, the helper to come. The helper. Sometimes you can, you, when you are working you can be given some work to do and you, are, you, you, you can be given a helper but it is up to you to allow the helper to help you or not. Many of us are struggling. We are doing things our own way. We are struggling to be nice. We are struggling to love. We are struggling to be kind. We are struggling to be good. We are struggling to live a self-controlled life. My brother, my sister, you can't live this life on your own. You can only do that by allowing the Spirit of God to bear that fruit in you, by allowing the Spirit of God to live through you. And it calls for you to yield to the spirit. It calls for you to yield to the spirit. On Sunday, I said that like the the uh, the man who wants to get drunk. If you take one m um, tots, there's a the the, the the you have some level of drunkenness. If you take uh, a quarter, you have some level of drunkenness. If you take one bottle, the level will be different. Hallelujah. So there's extent to which you yield to the Holy Spirit it is to um, it, it is to that that um, is that same measure by which you, you, you will see the spirit of God being demonstrated in your life tonight you want to pray you want to bow down your head wherever you are we, we have looked at the, the, the various um, characteristics of the fruit of the, of the spirit you want to pray and ask that the spirit of God will indwell you the spirit of God will take charge so that he will help you in all these areas. He will help you to live a crucified life. That your flesh will be crucified. That the spirit will take charge. The spirit will take over. Pray this evening. And ask that the Holy Spirit take control in the mighty name of Jesus father in the name of jesus i come before you in jesus name i pray let the flesh be crucified let my flesh be crucified in the name of jesus holy spirit take more and more and more of me in the mighty name of Jesus. Take more and more and more of me. In the name of Jesus. More of you, O oh God, into my life, into my spirit. In the mighty name of Jesus. More of you into my spirit. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Shall we pray? heavenly father we are grateful to you for your word that has come to us we thank you for speaking to us we thank you for the helper the holy spirit holy spirit we thank you because without you we this um, life oh god of a believer will be challenging we bless you we give you praise we pray that you will take more and more of us in the name of jesus we are yielding our flesh, our souls, our bodies unto you. We pray that you you take you have dominion over us in the name of Jesus. May each and every one of us have an encounter with you and see and feel that pleasure O oh God that you give when we have that encounter with you. We honor you, we give you praise, Father, I pray, and I commit every church member into your hands, and even those who are watching us. those who are listening and joining in with us wherever they are I pray that God you keep us safe in the name of Jesus keep our wives keep our husbands keep our mothers keep our fathers keep our sisters keep our brothers keep our children our relatives in the name of Jesus May you hide us under your wings, O God, even in these difficult times, in the name of Jesus. Until we come together again, O God, Father, may your hand be a covering over us in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen.